0: We are glad to announce we have partnered with Thrive Fantasy for the upcoming NFL season. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. In case you don't know what Thrive Fantasy is, Thrive Fantasy is a daily sports app for player props. Thrive Fantasy has eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in a respective sport. For this NFL season, Thrive allows you to choose 10 out of the 20 player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on its likelihood to occur. The most points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has awarded over $1.4 million in prizes since launching in 2018 and has $50,000 guaranteed in prizes for NFL Week 1. Use promo code PODCAST when you sign up today and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today.
1: What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And today we will be talking
2: about college football but before we get started Elliot is unable to join us so we just wanted to let you guys know but Henry Let's get right into it and we're basically going to be talking about what we think of the season so far and we're going to be talking about some of the games and last night actually we saw Miami versus Louisville and that game was an offensive showdown and Derek King and the Miami Hurricanes got the best of Louisville and I, I think Miami's legit. I mean I think They've solidified themselves as a legit team. Last year, they had kind of a down year when they had high expectations. But this year, I think this could be a really good year for the Miami Hurricanes. So what do you think, Henry?
1: You know, Andrew, so far, there's not been a lot of good games. But last night was a a treat to have our first ranked game of the season in Miami and Louisville, as you mentioned. And I enjoyed watching that game, especially how much offense there was. And I do agree with you. Miami is going to be a contender this year. I don't know how much of a contender I think they'll have a chance to win the ACC. I don't think they will, as you'll hear later in the podcast. But I think Miami is going to continue to get better for years to come and be a powerhouse in the ACC.
2: Yeah, and Henry, speaking about another ACC team that recently joined this year, Notre Dame, they had a great game themselves, winning 52 to nothing to, I believe, against South Florida. So do you think Notre Dame has a legit shot at making the college football playoffs?
1: You know, Andrew, everything in that conference does run through Clemson. And if they want to be a playoff team, they're going to have to beat them once or twice, especially they have to beat them in the conference championship game. And if they're unable to, I don't think they'll be a playoff team. But I think they're going to be competitive with Clemson and give themselves a good shot to make the playoff. But Andrew, why don't you move us into our next team here today?
2: Yeah, and Henry, what about the Texas Longhorns? I mean, you got Sam Ellinger, I, I think, is a legit Heisman contender. The, by, just by the way he performed, uh, I thought this before week one, and he just backed me up on it during week one against UTEP. 59-3, Henry. 59-3. So what do you think about this Texas Longhorns team? I mean, right now they're ranked ninth in the country. And I think they could easily win the Big 12 if they take care of Oklahoma. And then I think if they do take care of Oklahoma and end up winning the Big 12, I think they're a playoff team. So what do you think, Henry, about this Texas Longhorns team?
1: You know, Andrew, they're playing in a tough conference in the Big 12 with Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and Iowa State also leading that charge in that conference. But I also wanted to mention that they'll probably fall a bit in the rankings when they start to include big 10 teams coming back, but let's move on to the actual game and what I think about Texas and Texas was incredible. I mean, Sam Ellinger threw for five touchdowns in that game. I know it's against UTEP, but I was really impressed by how well he played. I think as you mentioned that they're going to be a very solid playoff contender. I think they're even a national championship contender and You know, throughout the season they're going to have some tougher games obviously than UTEP and that will probably define how much better they're actually going to be but based on this one game I think Texas is going to be a very good team this year.
2: Yeah and Henry staying in the Big 12 I mean you mentioned Oklahoma State and they did not have a very impressive week one even though they did have very high expectations coming into the season of course, you have Chuba Hubbard, who is one of the best running backs, if not the best running back in the nation. And they only took care of Tulsa sixteen to seven. So Henry, what did you think of this week one performance? Because to be honest, I wasn't that impressed. I mean, only beating Tulsa sixteen to seven at home, it's not it's not a good look, especially if you're the number eleventh ranked team in the country.
1: You know, Andrew. Obviously, they didn't impress anyone, only being uh, Tulsa 16-7, as you mentioned. But, unfortunately, they did lose their quarterback early in the game, and I think that really affected them. And, you know, if they're able to get the quarterback back, I think they'll start to play better. But without him, I don't know if they're going to be as good of a team as everyone thought they were going to be.
2: Yeah, and Henry, their rival, Oklahoma, had a very impressive week one counter to Oklahoma State, I mean – Oklahoma took care of Missouri State 48 to nothing with first year starter Spencer Rattler at at the helm. And people are saying Rattler has a legit chance to be yet another Oklahoma quarterback to win the Heisman this year. And to be honest, I think this Oklahoma team has what it takes to win the Big 12 and to possibly make the playoffs. And just looking off of that week one performance, I mean, 48 to nothing. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see a lot of teams put up those numbers week one. I mean, you saw Texas, you saw uh, Clemson do fairly well. I mean, recently in week two, I believe, you saw Notre Dame put up those numbers. But we'll get to those teams later. And what what do you think about this Oklahoma team, though?
1: You know, Andrew, I want to mention a quick funny thing is, unfortunately, we haven't seen very many high-ranked teams as they're all in the SEC. And the SEC hasn't started yet. Luckily it will start next week or this coming week when you'll hear this podcast, but Oklahoma did impress me. You know, that defense is still always going to have questions, even though they allowed zero points, it was against a very bad team in Missouri state, but we'll see how well they're able to defend teams like Texas and uh, Iowa state as they're both very good offenses in the big 12, but that offense always is going to be good, especially with Lincoln Riley at the helm and, always having a very good quarterback, especially this year in Spencer Rattler. I think, as you mentioned, they'll have a good chance at becoming a playoff team. But I don't know if they're going to be able to beat Texas, especially with with a lot of holes on defense.
2: Yeah, and Henry, you also mentioned Iowa State, who I want to talk about in that Big 12 conference. Very high expectations this year. And they really thought this was the year. They come out and they used to – they lose to the Louisiana region. I don't even know how to say the name to that team. They lose to them at home 14 to 31. What? I, I don't understand. They, they're coming in. They have Brock Purdy, who is one of the best, or supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. And they come out flat. They come out flat. And to be honest, Henry, if they listen back to our big 12 predictions episode, I, I believe I picked out Iowa State to win the Big 12, and they come out 31-14 to 14 loss. While as a ranked team in the country to not even a Power 5 team, this, this is awful. And I think Iowa State fans should be panicking right now because I don't think they could live up to the expectations that were given before the season. So, Henry, what do, you, what do you think about this Iowa State team? I was expecting Brock Purdy to look a lot better than, in Iowa State as a whole to look a lot better than what they showed week one.
1: You know, Andrew, I was just like you, very shocked to see them lose to the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. And I don't know what to think about this team. As obviously we saw they lost to a not great team. And I don't think that was much of a fluke, to be honest. And without... Seeing enough film and games, it's going to be, you can't really tell how good they're going to be. But based on that one game, I'm not too optimistic about how their season's going to go.
2: Yeah, and Henry, and the only person that really had a good game for that uh, Iowa State team is Brees Hall, 20 carries, 103 yards, and a touchdown. That, that's the only person who had a good game on that team. You look at Brock Purdy, who's supposed to be the star of this team. 16 completions, 35 attempts, 145 yards, zero touchdowns, and an interception. That's high school football numbers. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. This guy is supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. He had a tremendous season last year and comes out looking 16 for 35, 145 yards, and an interception with no touchdowns. That's all I have to say about Iowa State. Huge disappointment, I think, for them. And, yeah, I don't think they're contenders really in the Big 12 anymore after that flat-footed week one. But let's, let's move on to the final team we're going to be talking about uh, so far right now, and that's going to be the Clemson Tigers. And you see them. They're looking strong. They're looking strong per usual. Trevor Lawrence is looking great, looking at prime form. That whole team is looking sharp. That defense is looking great. And these guys, I think, could be the team to beat in NCAA football, Division One. So I think these guys are the leaders in the pack right now to win the national championship. And I, I honestly, right now, they're at least in my top two to win. Uh, to win the national championship right now and I believe they're going to win the ACC but Henry what what do you think about this Clemson Tigers team and what have you really seen so far from them
1: you know Andrew they haven't missed a step and Trevor Lawrence I think has gotten better and with that he's he's not really struggling like he did last year at the beginning of the season And I think that's going to lead him to possibly winning the Heisman this year. Obviously, it's going to be really weird because all the teams are going to have different mixed-up stats. And you're just going to have to look more averages, more than total numbers. But I think right now, if I had to make a prediction, I think Trevor Lawrence will win the Heisman Trophy. I know he's the only quarterback who's probably played two games. But he's looked very sharp, even though they played very bad competition. I think he's still... He's still in the lead for the Heisman Trophy.
2: Yeah, Henry, in 37-13 to 13 Week 1 performance against uh, Wake Forest, and then you get an absolute blowout in Week 2, 49-0 against the Citadel. And I understand that those aren't the best teams, but if you watch the game and you watch the tape, I mean, that Clemson team looks like they can beat anyone in the country. But just by the way they're playing – even if it's not great competition, you look at how they're playing, you look at how their defense is playing, you look at how Trevor Lawrence is playing and the rest of that Clemson offense, you just see a potential national champion there. And all that whole team can, can absolutely play top-level football. They're, I think, once again, the team to be in NCAA Division I football. And... Clemson I think is just an incredible team and I think Trevor Lawrence has a a legit like seriously legit chance to win the Heisman Trophy and as Henry said I think he is the person to beat to win that uh, Heisman Trophy but let's move on to our next topic and that will be how successful the season has been since it's coming since it came back and Henry what do you think about this season do you think it's looking good so far?
1: You know, Andrew, it's, it's been very interesting so far. We've seen a lot of games postponed and even canceled due to COVID-19 cases in certain programs. And I don't know how long this season will last. I think there's still a good chance that we'll get to the college football playoff. We'll have bowl games. But I it's hard to see teams playing more than 10 games, even playing in bowl games, conference championship games. Because it just seems to me like some of these student athletes just don't care enough to take these – Precautions seriously and help their team be able to play football games. And Andrew, I'm interested to see what you have to say because I know you're very, very animated when it comes to this kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. And Henry, all I have to say is here, I don't really think this season can last too much longer. And you said you don't think the players care enough about the season to, uh or they care enough about the precautions. And I, I can't say it's like they, they don't care, but when you have teenagers and 20 year olds at a college campus, and obviously they're gonna be tempted. I think it's just a temptation. They're gonna be tempted to go out a night with their friends and go wherever they're going, go out to eat, go out to whatever they're gonna do out in campus. And that creates risk to catch the virus. And not only that, it creates risk for their teammates and their coaches to catch it. And that's where you see games getting canceled. And now they're gonna have interaction on campus, I'm saying, they're gonna have interaction with other students. You don't know where they've been. You don't know where anybody's been. These coaches have personal lives. You don't know where they've been, aside from uh, practice, aside from the football game. So that's all I have to say. There's a lot of unknown factors and you don't know where these people have been off the football field. You don't know where these players and coaches and who they interact with. That's all I have to say. So Henry, your answer or your question uh, to if I think the college football season will last long, I don't think so. I think it's only a matter of time until these players start catching uh, COVID on campus and Henry, To be completely honest with you, I don't even know if we make it through the regular season. But yeah, that's all I have to say about this. I'm just worried about if they can keep these players contained and make sure they don't be like stupid about where they're going and who they're interacting with, then I think there's a good chance we could get through the season. But I just think the odds of these players, obviously, I mean, you only get a couple college years, and especially these guys who are going to the NFL, you don't really get them. These guys might be tempted to go out, go have fun with their teammates and uh, peers. So I, I just don't see this season lasting long. I think the only way they do it, once again, is if they can keep these players contained and just make sure they make the right decisions on where they're going and who they're hanging out with.
1: You know, Andrew, we both agree that there's a more likely chance that a college basketball season goes fully because the fact that they're trying to do bubbles. And with college football opting out of the the decision to do bubbles, I think they're on a bad track to finish the season. But let's move on, Andrew, to our next topic today, which is probably our favorite one to talk about. We don't know if we'll ever get to this, but... The Big Ten did announce that they are returning to action starting on October 24th. And, Andrew, I know I'm very excited to watch the Big Ten play, but I want to hear your thoughts on this.
2: Yeah, Henry, I'm just excited as you. And you see all these powerhouses coming back in Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan. And I'm just really excited to see these guys play against um, other Big Ten. I mean, Big Ten play is probably – my favorite part of the season out of every conference during conference play. And I'm just so, as I mentioned, I'm just really excited. I mean, I think Ohio state has a chance to be the best team in the country. So I'm really looking forward to see how that team does. They had a couple players opt back into the season. So I'm really looking forward to Ohio state Penn state, I think can make a mark on their season and Michigan's looking to turn around and beat the top dogs in the conference, like Ohio State and Penn State, because they didn't really have much luck last year in the past couple of years. So Henry, I'm just super, super excited. Like I can't even tell you how like thankful I am that the Big Ten made the decision to come back because I mean, when, when they made the decision to cancel and every other conference made the decision to play, I, I was so frustrated because I had to watch every other team, or every other conference, I guess, except the Pac-12, play and play college football this fall, and I had to watch my team, the Michigan State Spartans, and the rest of that Big Ten conference sit sit out and not practice, not play. It was just kind of like depressing not to see your team play college football in the fall. But I'm glad they made the decision to come back, and I'm really looking forward to see. What my team, the Michigan State Spartans, can do, and what the rest of the top dogs in the Big Ten can do.
1: Obviously, that we both mentioned that we don't know how long the season's gonna last, but if it does, we're obviously very excited to watch Michigan State and all the other teams continue to play because college football is just a great sport to watch. And I'm just hoping that it gets to October 24th so we can start watching Michigan State football. Obviously, we know that Michigan State won't be the greatest team, but, you know, just watching Michigan State is never a bad thing, and I just hope we're able to get there. But let's move on to one of our final topics today, which is there is one final Power 5 conference that has not made a decision to return to action, and Andrew, that is the Pac-12 conference, and I'm wondering, do you think that the Pac-12 will return to action this fall for football?
2: Henry, I think... I don't know when it will be, but I think there's going to be a certain point in time where they just have to follow suit with the rest of the Power Five conferences. I'm sure they're going to hear it from all their fans and all their players and all their coaches under them. And they're going to have to make a decision, I think, to come back just because so far, I mean, the season has been, I can say, I think it's been successful so far. You've had very limited COVID cases. And these games are going on, and they look like normal aside from the lack of fans, but they look like your average college football game, your normal college football game. So I think they don't really have a choice. I mean, you see, I think this is exactly what the Big Ten had to do, but I think the Big Ten fans are more adamant about playing football just because there's more talent, I think, in the Big Ten, And there's a lot of fans looking forward to see their teams play because of uh, college football playoff expectations and uh, Big Ten championship expectations. And I think the Big Ten is just a bigger conference in terms of, like, viewership and everything um, in general. But going back to the Pac-12, I think they're just going to have to make the same decision as the Big Ten. You see all these other conferences and games going on, playing very successfully – or the play – is very successful. The whole season is going great. You almost have to think if they're doing it, we can do it too. So, and eventually, as I said, I think the coaches, players, and fans will all make a push for it. And that's when I think they might bring the season back whenever that is.
1: Andrew, I don't think the season so far has been completely successful, but I think that they're just going to receive too much pressure and they're going to have to come back. Obviously, I'd be very excited to watch Pac-12 football after dark, as they always seem to call it, and hopefully Pac-12 does come back. That's another conference we'll get to watch, but I think they are making the ruling this Thursday based on what I've heard, and hopefully they return, but I I, I don't know what the Pac-12 is going to do because they've seemed very adamant this entire time on not playing football in the fall, and they already announced that they wouldn't be playing any sports till January 1st of 2021. But, Andrew, let's move on to our final topic today, which will be a quick rundown of what four teams we think will make the college football playoff this year.
2: Yeah, and, Henry, my four teams I think are pretty agreeable, too. I feel like a lot of people will agree with me on this. I have Ohio State at number one seed. I have Clemson at number two. I had the Florida Gators at number three, and I had the Texas Longhorns at number four. And a lot of people are going to say, Andrew, we haven't even seen Ohio State or Florida play yet this season. I'm telling you, I'm I'm making this off of how the team looks from last season and how the team looks from training camp and practice. And I'm telling you, this Florida Gators team, as well as this Ohio State team, they have two of the best quarterbacks in the country, I think, and Justin Fields and Kyle Trask. And I think both of them are Heisman contenders. And eventually, I think these teams could lead their teams to, or these players could lead their teams to their com- respective conference championships. But once again, Ohio State at number one, Clemson at number two, Florida Gators at number three and then the Texas Longhorns at number four so you're seeing two new teams there that we aren't really used to seeing in the college football playoffs in Florida Gators and the Texas Longhorns so Henry I think the college football playoffs could get shaken up this year as I mentioned with a couple new teams in there from their respective conferences but Henry what do you think about this college football playoff?
1: And Andrew, I do have three of the four same teams as you, but I do have one difference. But let me get into my four teams. And starting at number one, I do have the Ohio State Buckeyes, led by Justin Fields in that incredible offense. I think they're going to be unstoppable in that Big Ten conference. And maybe they'll slip up once, but other than that, I don't see them losing more than one game. At second, I have Clemson, who I think will run through the ACC, other than Notre Dame, who will get into a little bit of trouble, but I don't think there's anyone good enough to compete with Clemson in that conference at third I do have the Alabama Crimson Tide and I don't think Nick Saban will allow that team to miss the playoffs two years in a row I think that Mac Jones led offense will eventually become the Bryce Young led offense and I think he'll carry them to the playoffs and at fourth I do have the Texas Longhorns and I think Sam Ellinger is finally going to break out like everyone thought he could I think He'll be a Heisman Trophy contender, and that team is just – I think they'll struggle to defend teams in the playoff, but I think they're going to make the playoffs.
2: Yeah, and Henry, I think that Justin Fields' led offense is going to be unstoppable. They had a great wide receiving – or recruiting class for wide receivers – And I think that offense will be close to unstoppable. Same with Clemson. I think that offense led by Trevor Lawrence is going to be really great. And uh, with Florida at my number three, I just think they're an all-around team. And, of course, you had Alabama. But I think Florida will beat Alabama in this conference championship game in the SEC. But I think Kyle Trask is also a Heisman contender. And I think that defense is going to be great as well. I think it's probably going to be the best defense in the college football playoffs, but I do think that Ohio state is really close. So I think it's between them. And then of course at number four, I had Texas. And once again, I think Sam Ellinger is a possible Heisman contender. And I think that offense is looking really great from what I've seen so far. So a really big uh, thing between my playoff teams they all have Heisman contender quarterbacks I believe and Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Trask and Sam Ellinger so I think that's the big thing for these teams you gotta have a good quarterback to make it far and those teams I think have it so that's all I got for college football playoff predictions hopefully you're happy with them if you're listening to this but let's get into our last and final topic we have here And that's going to be Heisman Trophy picks. And for me, this is pretty easy for me. Trevor Lawrence, Clemson. You look at how he's performing now. He's looking almost better than he ever has. And everybody's been saying, oh, this guy's the next version of Peyton Manning. Well, this guy could be one, I think could go down as one of the greatest college football players ever. If he can finish the season, maybe go undefeated, win his conference. I think he still has a room for one loss, but make the conference championship game, win that, go to the college football playoffs, win that. This guy has a chance once again to be one of the greatest college quarterbacks we've ever seen. And I think if he can develop and play even better than he has been in recent games and past years, I think he could go down as probably if he, I mean, this is looking in the future, but in the NFL, I think this guy can put up the same numbers as he's doing in college. Maybe not as extreme because in the NFL, obviously, the competition's a lot better. But what I'm trying to say here, I think this guy in the future can put up excellent numbers in the NFL too. So for me, this is an easy pick. I think Trevor Lawrence has it all. And I think he's going to win the Heisman this year.
1: You know, Andrew, I don't think it's as simple as you're making it. And I think Justin Fields will compete and win the Heisman Trophy this year. I think that Ohio State team will be the number one team going into the playoffs. And I think that's what the the voting committee for the Heisman Trophy is going to think. And whoever wins the – or have, had, finishes the, as the first seed in the college football playoff deserves the Heisman Trophy. And it's a two-man race, in my opinion. I think Justin Fields will get the better of – Trevor Lawrence, in terms of Heisman, I don't know what will happen in the actual game that they'll play, because I do think they'll match up in the national championship game, but I think those are the top two quarterbacks easily, and I got to give it to Justin Fields.
2: Yeah, Henry, don't get me wrong. I still think Justin Fields is going to be up there, as well as, as I mentioned, I think the rest of the quarterbacks I had in my college football playoffs, and Kyle Trask and Sam Ellinger, I just don't think I just think Trevor Lawrence, by the by the end of the season, I just think he's going to be putting up great numbers against good teams. You're just going to, to see him running away with this thing. Don't get me wrong, once again, I think Justin Fields is pretty close to him. But I think once it comes to the end of the season, to the games that matter, I think you're going to see Trevor Lawrence show up big time and run away with it. But one one last thing. One last topic I actually have that just came to mind because we're so back and forth between Ohio State and Clemson, Henry, and about these two quarterbacks. Who do you
1: have winning
2: this national
1: championship? Andrew, I gotta go with Ohio State. And I think they're the most unstoppable offense and that defense just, even though they lost Chase Young, I think they could possibly even be better. But... I think Clemson will give him a good fight. I think it could be one of the greatest national championship games of all time. But I think Justin Fields is just going to make a big play at the end and be, he's so determined to win after that loss and how it ended last year. I think that he's using, he's going to use all his power to win the national championship for Ohio state this year.
2: Henry, I'm going to leave you off with this. And I think Clemson it's going to win with the national champion it's going to win the national championship game and I think this because I think Trevor Lawrence is a better primetime player than uh or Justin Fields and I think he's a better clutch player than Justin Fields I mean Trevor Lawrence has been in this big stage for a while now and I think he's there's no way he doesn't show up in this national championship game Well, I think we can both agree it's going to be Ohio State and Clemson in that championship game, but obviously we have different outcomes. And I think Dabo Sweeney, very experienced coach, has been there plenty of times, has matched up against this Ohio State team plenty of times, and I think Trevor Lawrence will get the best of Justin Fields in that game. So obviously you have Ohio State winning it all, and Justin Fields – uh, winning Heisman, I believe, and I have Clemson winning it all, and uh, Trevor Lawrence getting the Heisman. But don't get me wrong; I think Justin Fields will have an incredible season, and that Ohio State team will be one of the best in the nation, if not the best. But yeah, Henry, if you if you don't have any more to add, I think I think that's all we got here.
1: And with that, as Andrew mentioned, I think that's a great time to wrap up today's podcast. As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and download this podcast. And we'll see you guys next time on the Last Stake Sports Podcast.